The Beer and Pretzel Podcast and Trash Talk Podcast are part of the Buttwide, though, and Podfix Networks. Check them out to hear more content from other great podcasters. This is Trash Talk Podcast, a podcast where we talk movies, comic books, TV shows, and games all while having a drink. We are a spin-off show off the Beer and Pretzel Podcast, and it's a show where me and Travis talk movies and all sorts of things uh, while having a couple of drinks. I'm having some Jack Daniels beers. What are you having today, Travis? Uh, Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Was that pale ale? This one is, yeah. Are you generally a fan of pale ale? It depends on the brand. So this is a particular one that works good for you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Sierra Nevada most of the time. There's sometimes when I'm just like, nah, not in the mood for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, That goes with like any beer, I guess. Sure. So in this episode, what we're talking about, Travis, we're talking about the two latest Marvel products. Uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, Madness into the Multiverse. Did I get that right? Or is it something different? Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. yeah. You are close. I was close. And also Moon Knight. So a TV show for Marvel and also a movie. Uh, I think that's probably going to be a thing that happens more often in the future. I didn't think we'll be at a point in history where we get to talk about a show and a movie that came out at pretty much the same time, which is kind well, of interesting. one ended at this, this time and one just came out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it came out right before. Actually, that's not true. I remember way back when, when the only Marvel show was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> I remember that was coming out at a time they had some mini storylines for the movie, very slight, uh, but there was references to a Winter Soldier, which was coming out at the same time as I think the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., at least the first season. Yeah, I do vaguely remember that. So we're going to be talking about that today. We'll be uh, giving our thoughts about Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, and I also have a non-Marvel comic book of the week I'm going to be reviewing at the end of the episode. Um, I well, spoiler, I guess, Ice Cream Man by Image Comics, which I'm excited to talk about. And I guess let's jump into it, Travis. Um, uh, before we jump into our Marvel stuff, let's do real news and fake news. What is it, Travis? Uh, you're gonna read off four pieces of news, one of which is fake. I have to guess which one it is, and they're all a bit ridiculous. So, number one, Travis, Fight Club. Fight Club, even though it's a movie that came out, I think, 20 years ago, around roughly 15 to 20 years ago. Good movie. Um, it has a new engine in China. Only China. Yes. So they did a re-release in China so they can see it in their theaters. And they changed so, the engine. Because it's never been allowed in China before now. Yes. Okay. And do you know why the reason they would change it? Can you make a guess? Um, What was it? The, the ending showed that it was just him all along, right? Yes, that is it. Okay. But like before that they keep that in it's like the very very end of the movie what it is is that at the end of the movie tyler duran i believe his name was and the girl and some other people they basically blow up some buildings um they kind of rise um anarchy and china because yeah, he starts his own cult yeah exactly yeah that. so that doesn't happen in the chinese cut okay because uh they're very you know pro-police and, like, anti-rioters and everything. So now, at the end of the movie, they cut that scene out, and it's replaced by a title card that says, 
Through the clue provided by Tyler, the police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding. After the trial, Tyler was sent to a lunatic asylum, receiving psychiatric treatment. He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. So really, this is just for an audience who cares, because everyone who's already pirated this, I'm assuming, in China, because mm. it's been out for however many years now. I've already seen it and already know what the real ending is. And isn't that such a lame way to end a movie? Just like I a mean, blank title card? Well, it's not blank. Yeah. It's got writing on it. But yeah, I, it is a really like different way to end a movie. And they everyone who watches it probably knows like this isn't the real ending. Yeah. The, the director would be like, wait a minute. This is a weird way to end a movie. But, you know, like teach their own, I guess. Um, the Chinese government's different. Mm. Do you think... That is a realistic choice so far that this could be real. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Sure. So Disney is because we got to have at least one Disney piece of news. So Disney uh, is actually no, 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 no. Let's let's not jump too harshly. Travis, they have uh, a movie that's going to come out that sounds dope as fuck unless I made it up. So this sounds like. They saw the Northmen. They're like, we should do something like that. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they are basically a movie off a Dutch farmer who, during the Civil War, when Civil War broke out in the Netherlands in 1515, his wife and children were killed by the king's soldiers. He swore to take revenge, and despite having no experience with a boat or gun, he formed a band of pirates. At the end of 1515, he captured 28 Dutch Navy boats and soon started burning villages of high-class citizens. And the king sent a whole fleet to stop him. He captured them all. He carried with him a seven-foot-long sword that he could behead multiple people in one swing. All right, that does sound really fucking dope. After realizing that he had become the very thing he sought out to defeat, he retired and died of natural causes. A year later. He did all that in a year? Yeah. That's pretty impressive, right? That's dope. (laughs) Yeah. Does this man not deserve his own biopic? Or historical movie, whatever you call it. Yeah, no, no, no. He absolutely deserves it. I don't think was it Disney. I don't think Disney should do it because mm. it's going to be depressing. Yeah. But like, he deserves it. Like that guy's awesome. Do you think he's going to crack jokes mm. when he beheads people? Mm. He's be like, "What are you losing your head?" Looks at the audience. Mm. Let's go into our number three choice. Number three is a Netflix movie that's going to come out on May eleventh. Oh. So it should be out already. So if you want to see this movie, Travis, you can see it. Unless I made it up. So they release a little trailer for a movie I think is ridiculous. A top fraternity doctor has a sickening secret. He was using his own sperm all along. Oh. Decades later, his children. Did you ever hear the real life story of that? Band together to pursue justice. No, I've not. Oh, it was so depressing because that actually happened. It wasn't. Uh, like, I don't think it was as large scale as whatever the Netflix one. Yeah. Which I actually saw the commercial for, so I know that one's real. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, it was an actual thing that happened. Like, this doctor genuinely just, like, put his sperm into females uh, through whatever that is, that process. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, egg implantation, I think. Yeah. Called, I don't know. Yeah, that. Um, and he just did that because he thought he was, like, the perfect person. That's fucked up. Yeah, and it was like, no, people shouldn't do that, and it's wrong, and it's mm. really weird, but... Did he go to prison, I hope? Uh, I can't remember. I I, I want to say so, but... Yeah. I'm sure he's not walking around with his job still. 
No. And I think he was like, it was definitely caught a lot faster than whatever the, the fake TV version was, but. Mm. And what do you think about this show or movie? Uh, Do I watch it? Probably not. I don't watch much Netflix anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Netflix doesn't have a lot of good stuff anymore. Oh, no, like, what was there? Agretzko was halfway decent. Yeah, Agretzko. Um, yeah. And uh, there was something else they had that was pretty good. The Marvel stuff that now is on Disney Plus for some reason. <laughs> well, okay, that was really good, but I'm talking about, like, recently. Oh, recent stuff? Um, I can't really think of anything good recently. Um, I like the Queen's Gambit okay, from a year ago. It was pretty decent. That was decent. Um, but um, like for the amount of stuff they put out, we should be able to go this, 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 this is good. Yeah. No. And like, I literally, I don't think I've been on Netflix's website um for a while now. Because the only thing they push is their original stuff. Well, yeah, they push original stuff, and their original stuff is either like Fast and Furious, like high action thriller ripoffs. Or freaking like really sad, uh, really weird movies. Uh, one was like about fur or shows, I should say too. One was like about furries, like trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, another- and also they have a bunch of like really bad CGI kids shows. Yeah, uh, Pacific Rim Into the Black. Mm. That was a really bad animated show. Oh, was it? That's yeah. bad. Well, like the story was okay, but the animation was like this mm. modern 3D Ugh. animation that looks really, really horrible. Which and is sad because like the movies look really good. Amazing. They did a really good job with the CGI in those movies. And yeah. like with animation, you should have endless options. In theory, yeah. Number four, Travis, our last piece of real or fake news uh, HBO in the process of giving everyone a spinoff show is planning at least in green lighting an Amanda Waller spinoff series. Is it necessary? No, just make peacemaker season two and just have her like feature more in it. Give her own like storyline. Cause you not just behead her in the show and you know, be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like the, the actress, but I dislike the character. She's just a dickhead for no reason. Yeah, I feel like she's hard to make the main protagonist mm-hmm. of good side antagonist who she's doing the her right daughter. thing. Her daughter would be a great yeah. protagonist because she's oh, yeah. actually like useful and like has heart. Yeah, charismatic, like, uh, yeah. funny. Um, she's a protagonist I would follow, but if the show is called Amanda Waller or whatever it's going to be called. Probably not watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they're approven like so green light in so many projects i mean like i get the whole cash grab thing they they have all these established characters it's like we can either make shows about characters no one's ever seen before or we just take characters that we already have and we're like ah oh, we'll just make some shows about them yeah i get where they're coming from but at the same time unnecessary Mm. If it was James Gunn doing it cuz originally even, we were like even if James Gunn did it it still wouldn't be, it'll be weird yeah yeah, for sure, but it's, like, it's not. Like, also. why do we need to know about her life? Yeah, and I'm like assuming there's a whole TV show, too. Yeah, like, I'm assuming there's a reason she became who she is and mm. why she does what she does. I understand that, but I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather either learn about her daughter's life going forward mm. or learn about Peacemaker's life going forward or even yeah. his past, because his past seems, like, really screwed up. Yeah, I would like to learn more about him for sure. But yeah, so that's our fourth and final choice, Travis. Which one is the fake piece of news? Uh, and all of these 
and this one's a tougher one this week because um, one of them is semi-real. I can't go into specifics why it's real, but it's not really happening, whatever it is. So this was a real piece of news, but it's not really happening. Kind of, yeah. Okay, so I this, can't really go into much detail. I think I know what you mean because you've said before where like one, be- there's a website that you go on that like people make up their own fan fiction of stuff and like post like things they would like to happen, which never happen. Mm. Um, do you want me to go for them again? Uh, I know all of them. I just can't decide on one. This is difficult. Give us your thought process. What are you balancing between? I know the sperm sperm donor one on Netflix is real. I haven't heard anything about the the Disney one, but that sounds really good, and I've kind of got mm. hopes for it. And yeah. I've also learned to never bet against Disney <laughs> on anything. True. That's true. <laughs> Unless there's four pieces of Disney news, then you have to. You think I could have made up the Amanda Waller thing? You could have. Yeah. Um, you also could have made up the China one, even though that sounds very believable uh, compared to the rest of them. <laughs> That's true. It'll be a little specific. I made that up. Yeah. Maybe I did. Uh, I gotta say it's either between Disney or Amanda Waller and I'm having a tough time choosing. Oh, Disney, but, uh, Disney versus Warner brothers. Yeah. Huh. And uh, for a reminder for audience, um, we're not doing shots or anything today, but whoever loses this, if Travis gets his right or wrong, should take a big old swig at our drink yeah. before we move on to the main topic of the week, Marvel stuff. All right. I guess I guess we'll go with uh, uh, the Amanda Waller show. Yep. Okay. And the fake piece of news, Travis, is the Disney movie about the historical oh, figure. That sounds Fr- so good. So what's real about it is that that is a real story and a real person, but no one's making a movie about him, especially not Disney. Okay. At least at this point in time. Now you've given the, the idea. So, you know, that's yeah. happening now, but like, why doesn't he get his own? Like he legit carried a seven foot long sword. That's so fucking badass. He beheaded people. And he was a farmer who just was like, I hate these soldiers so much. I'm just going to be a pirate and go after them and capture their fleet. I'm assuming because they did like Braveheart, which is like, seems like a similar story. Yes. Older. Um, so maybe that's why, but yeah, uh, that's sad. That, that would be good. Austin. Why aren't you a director yet? Yeah. Like, let's go make a movie. I, yeah. That would be a good movie. You have to get the rights. Well, to that's it. why it's saved on my phone. Cause I was like, I need to remember this for future. Maybe I'll use this one day. Then you have to. It was like, yeah. If you become a real life director, you have to use that one day. Me or someone else, no, but no, you. I, I want to keep that. You physically have to do it. Because how about Disney actually does it? It's gonna be ruined. Yeah. No. No. It would be. Like, yeah. No. Nah, they they should never do it. But they, they don't listen to our podcast. So no. That's fine. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You you can get the rights to it pretty easy. I swear. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm excited for this. People. Tune back to this episode 10 years from now. We'll see what happens. And with that, let's jump into Marvel stuff. Travis, are we talking Moon Knight first? Are we talking Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? I mean, I believe officially Moon Knight came out first. So Mm. let's start where it started. Okay. So Moon Knight. I have a lot to say, Travis, about the show. (sighs) The thing is, I have a lot to say, but it's also, it's not that bad. There's a lot of good things to talk about this show. Well... (laughs) No, you're right. There is. <laughs> yeah. There is for three episodes. Yeah. So do you want to talk about those three episodes? I'm curious which ones you consider the best ones. The first three. Really? Yep. Wow. So the last three are just like the worst ones. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting. I'm not saying they're the worst thing in the world. I'm just saying like 
for Moon Knight show, they just went off the rails. And mm. Moon Knight is off the rails. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But not off the rails in a good way. Yeah. Like, this was like, it went from being, we'll get into this later, but what Doctor Strange was supposed to be, mm. which was like horror, second action adventure, like, it kind of all that rolled into one. And then it became this weird, but almost like kid friendly, like cartoon hippos. Yeah. Um, and giant, uh, God Kaiju fights and giant God Kaiju fights. Yeah. And it was just like, I didn't understand where the turn went. Cause it was literally third episode was actually going pretty strong. Yeah. I the thought, third episode was pretty good. If they continue from here, like it's going to be a good show. And I'm like, okay, good. And then like you get to the next one and it just like, I was like, Ooh, where'd, the, where'd that go? <laughs> I cannot contain my anger anymore, Travis. Actually, no, I can contain it a little bit longer. Let's talk about the things we really liked. With this, we're jumping right into spoilers. Um, I want to keep this episode nice and tight so we can't do a whole non-spoiler spoiler thing. Watch this shit or not. We've already done spoilers like so far, so we're, on a, yeah. we're going for it. Let's just throw out. We don't have to have any particular order. Just talk about things we really liked. Um, things I really liked. Uh, by far... Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, an incredible actor, and he deserves a better script. I liked how they used all three characters. Well, I like how they introduced <laughs> all three characters. They did not use all three characters. So as a something that you liked, did you like that final, final after credit scene where um, the god, I don't know why I always forget his name, and uh, Jake Lockley kill Arthur Harkley? What's his last name? Doesn't matter. Yeah, um... It, it was, again, I like how they introduced all the characters. I don't so much care for the fact that they didn't use them for 90% of the show. Yeah, sure. Especially um, Jake Lockley. Particularly Jake Lockley. Yeah. And then when they introduced him, he was like, not Jake Lockley. Not the Jake Lockley I'm thinking in my head. Mm, sure. Um. Anyway, that was one thing I liked, that they introduced all the characters. Okay, that's all good. Personalities, sorry, personalities. Personalities. I like how sometimes they allow him to kill people. It's not super like interest in the kills and the fight sequences are not long at all. But sometimes it was a couple of good scenes where like he stabs a guy with a spear and I was like, that's pretty good. Um, like one guy, uh, he like shot him and then he went or they implied that he shot him. We didn't see it, but then he was like laying in the back of the van with like a bullet hole in his head. Oh uh, yeah. Um, when Jake Lockley took over. Probably when Jake Lockley or even uh, Mark Spector, Mark Spector. But th at that time we hadn't met Mark Spector because I was like, what first episode? Mm. Um, it was just like stuff like that. Like they showed relatively high amounts of not gore, but like implied violence, implied violence and like agitated scenes where like you could actually see a dead body sitting there. Yeah. Um, so like the, it was good in that aspect and I liked it. Hmm. Um, cause like this is the farthest Marvel as I mean, granted, I have not seen Morbius yet. <laughs> True. But as far as I know, this is the farthest Marvel has pushed a show to this like extent on. What about Dr. Strange? The new one? I guess we're going to get into that later. We're going to get into that later. But like this came before that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. yeah at that point, it, it was, be... it would have been the farthest. That's fair. So, and again, another thing I liked about the show where they're willing to push boundaries for three episodes. <laughs> I like the first episode, how there's some generally, besides a kind of crappy CGI, there's some generally pretty creepy scenes 
uh, two scenes the involve scene. yeah the hallway scenes. There's like two or three. One that he's like in a storage locker area, and one he's just in his apartment building, and it's the god of uh, the moon, kind of like following him, and it's pretty imposing. It's pretty decent. It's creepy. It's creepy. It, yeah. yeah, it gives you the chills. It I... definitely feels much more Moon Knight than anything else in the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I like the Mister Knight outfit. Ooh, I, oh, I liked both the. Mm. I like both the outfits. They didn't show one for Jake Lockley. I was a little bit disappointed in that, but they have said if they make a season two, what outfit they would use for that character though, and they're planning on using the Moon Knight outfit that's like black and white instead of just white. Oh, it's like mostly black with like white inserts, I guess, to make him seem more sinister. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but then he's kind of just going to be the Mark Spector uniform, but just more colorful. It kind of, yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I I did like the costumes; that they were good. Yeah, the costumes are good. Um, I like Ethan Hawke as the villain. I don't know if he's the most interesting villain in the world, but I like him as an actor, and I think he did a pretty good job playing a guy who's kind of like. A little, his like his motives are weird, but I guess we're not talking about that right now. I like the main two actors I really like, especially Oscar Isaac, mm. and even uh, the female actor there. She was pretty good. She uh, was very good. Uh, Layla, Lydia, something like that. Which is the next thing I want to bring up. I really liked the turn of her going to the Scarlet Scarab at the very end. She's a cool shot where like uh, she gains, she becomes the avatar of, I think it's the hippo woman. God of death. Yeah. And she like brings up her like wings and it's a pretty badass shot. It's a very good shot. Um, and I saw something on Facebook or Tumblr or something saying that one person had a very strong reaction to that because her daughter, uh, also of Egyptian descent, has that very curly hair. And superheroes, especially female superheroes, are usually very straight-haired. Mm. So his or her daughter reacted very strongly to seeing that character on screen because it looked just like her, someone with like curly hair like that. So that's awesome here. And she had a really good fight in that outfit Although not very long, but probably actually the best fight scene in that whole episode. It's oh, kind of sad that Moon Knight's constantly getting uh, one-upped by other people. Everyone in his own show. Yeah. Um, other good things to bring up? Uh, I like locations, honestly. Um, between yeah. the London, occasionally swapping back to like New York and stuff, and then going to wherever that guy's base was. It seemed like in Switzerland or something. Yeah, it was like some, um, some European country, Switzerland yeah. or sweden or something yeah and then eventually we wound up in uh egypt yep like just all those locations were really nice and also like the land of death too we're not gonna talk about that <laughs> okay that's not one of the locations okay that's not a location that's just cgi yeah horrible yeah sorry i didn't mean to say that we're not talking about things we don't like yeah um things we do like um, uh, I like, uh most of the side supporting characters even the ones that were a bit off, like the God of Death, like that just didn't seem to fit. I think they were like good characters. Like yeah. I'd like to see them in a different show. Sure. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can get behind that. All the gods, all even the the gods, uh, apost- not apostles, what are they called? Avatars. Avatars, yeah. yeah. They're avatars and um, the other people that we meet, like even um, like the people in the, the museum, like the people that interact with. Yeah, all the little side rolls are pretty good. I like the set design when they're going into, like, the Egyptian. I don't know if it's a pyramid or where it is, but, like, they're going inside. They're doing some Indiana Jones shit. I thought the set design was pretty good. And I feel like it was practical set design and CGI rather than the Land of Death, which was, like, 
All only CGI. CGI. Yeah. And not particularly great CGI at that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, everything I liked. And that the show exists in general. That Moon Knight came to screen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that fact. Um, One thing someone brought up, which I thought was a fair point, was that it's awesome to acknowledge that the character exists on screen. But unlike Batman, if you see the newest Batman movie, be it Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson, whoever, it doesn't matter. If you don't like that role, that movie, or the person who's playing them, that's okay. Wait five years and there'll be another one. With this, unfortunately, there's probably not going to be anything more of this character. Maybe there'll be a season two, but it sounds like... It'll be the same thing that we just saw, but... It sounds different. like it's not even going to happen. They kind of made it seem like this was like a limited TV show, like this was it. They didn't really make it... From what I, Oscar Isaac said, they didn't make it seem... Unless he's lying to do like a future like cameo in a movie, but it made it seem like he's not going to show up again anytime soon. I, I could see that. I wish it wasn't true, because... I'd love to see more of Moon Knight and where he could go. And see, just his personalities. I like all of his personalities. Yeah. Um, we, we have to get into things we don't like. Yeah. Right? I don't know if I can contain my anger much longer, Travis. I've been bamboozled. What's the I've first been thing you didn't like? Shenanigans. I've been backstabbed by Disney once again. Yeah, you. I shouldn't have put my all my faith in the basket of Disney, but I did. Why would you? Yeah, why would I? That's a good question. Because I guess I had some goodwill towards them after them giving Moon Knight the green light for a show. I was like, that's awesome. Not even just a movie, but a whole show. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of, like, these shows in general. Because it's just, like, instead of, like, a bunch of mini movies, it's, like, one long movie that's, like, a lot of it's, like, filler and crap. Kind of, It's, like, one idea that you could... I can go. I, I should download all these episodes. I probably can cut them down and make a movie out of this if I wanted to. On yeah, this particular show, you could easily do that. Yeah, and it's just he's not uh, like there's different versions of Moon Knight because he's been around for a while, and sometimes he's more goofy. Sometimes he's power. Sometimes he doesn't have powers. Uh, sometimes they focus more on the personality. Sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes he's fighting werewolves. Sometimes they throw him on like the West Coast Avengers for some reason. But this is not really any of the definitive Moon Knights. And they took some weird twists with it. So Liberties. Very, yeah, very strong liberties with this. So I like the idea that every personality gets a suit, but they don't use them well, really. Like the uh, fucking, uh, who's the guy who's British? What's his name? I don't know how. Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant. He wears the outfit of the character that's supposed to be a detective. He wears that outfit because it's very easy to put on and he goes over. It's not as menacing as the Moon Knight outfit, so he interacts with cops more. He does detective work. All these are just different skins. They're like different skins to sell different toys. They're not like they don't really have a purpose. Yeah, they, they get different weapons. I believe. And yeah, but they don't have any practical, like why would he ever be the Stephen Grant one? He has the nunchucks, but he's weaker. He's, he won't kill. Yeah. And that's never a problem I had. They really went into the thing. I knew what they were going to do of like, no, uh, Mark Spector don't kill. This is a Disney show. We can't show you as someone that's a killer, but like they did that thing they do in all these shows and movies that's like killing bad, which I get it. But like at this point, I'm so sick of it, especially with my favorite character. Why do you have to do this with Batman? I like the idea of like, 
He's like about to beat the shit out of fucking Joker. And he's like one punch away from killing him. Catwoman's like, no, you can't turn into him. You can't turn into the thing that you sort of destroy. I like that. Moon Knight, though, he shouldn't have that. And I was so annoyed by the British guy. Not not always. I get you need a character that's more comedical and more likable. That's fine. And stuff like that. Make him useful. He was not useful the entire time. He was just a hindrance to the main Sort of the main character of Mark Spector. The only thing that made him somewhat useful was the fact that he had knowledge of Egyptian past, which I'm sure most of them probably could have accessed yeah. that information if they really tried. I don't get how his personalities work. Why does one character have more knowledge than the other one? Yeah, exactly. Like in and theory, like a lot more knowledge. Yeah. In from what I've read of the comics, they all mm. share the same memories. Yeah. They like this one. It seemed like there was some reason why they were suppressed or something when they finally made it to the last episodes, which I'm not getting into yet. Mm. Um, but like, but like they always share the same memories and they always have the same experiences. So they can all fight on equal terms. It's just the suits change because different, different needs, different Different needs and also different roles that the main person's wearing. One, he's either a cab driver for a certain situation or he's uh, a playboy, which we can debate if it was a good idea or not. I get that you want to do the kind of close to Batman thing, but like that, the playboy is way with gadgets is way more interesting than a guy who works in a bookshop in a museum. I didn't care about him. Yeah. Whatever he said, don't kill. I don't care. Yeah. Say whatever you want. I'm not listening. I just rolled my eyes. I was like, really? We're doing this bit again. Yeah. I would rather listen to Jake or Mark. Like I'd listen to them any day of the week, unless he's talking about Egyptian gods or Egyptian folklore. That's the only time I'm listening to freaking uh, Stephen Grant. Yeah. And that's cool how he knows more or whatnot, but it's kind of annoying hearing him say it in his really fake British voice, which is not a knock on Oscar Isaac. I it's a I believe it's a purposeful choice to do a bad accent as a character is not his real self, but yeah. it gets annoying after a while. It's that kind of thing. Like, even in the comics, like, in theory, like, the guy, the Playboy version of him, he does talk with a fake British accent, but like even then he'll slip in and out with American stuff because mm. in at the end of the day he's American. Like this guy solely sticks to his fake British accent no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of annoying. Um, it, it's just like story wise, it's just like not very interesting. There's not enough Moon Knight itself for a show called Moon Knight. He's barely in it. The suit sometimes doesn't show up in the episode. There's like two episodes where there's no Moon Knight action. And when there is Moon Knight action, it's pretty decent. I got to admit, it's pretty decent, but it's really short. It's honestly like two minutes out of an episode. If you actually count the seconds, I'm sure it's two minutes or less. It's not long at all. Yeah, 90% of the time they're focusing on the the, the versions of him that are like regular people, not the superhero yeah. version of himself. And I get with, like, Spider-Man, sometimes the Sp- even those movies, though, you see Spider-Man a lot. Mm-hmm. But in those, I get seeing Peter Parker, because Peter Parker as a character is pretty interesting outside Spider-Man. But the characters presented here aren't interesting enough to focus on for most of the episode. Yeah. And also, maybe I'm a little spoiled, but we saw the Batman a month or so ago. In that movie, he, he's the Batman most of the movie. He's not Bruce Wayne very much in that movie. So maybe I'm a little spoiled, but, like... It's like two minutes of like cool Moon Knight stuff on a whole episode. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. It's and then when he's Moon Knight, yeah, he gets the mediocre to okay fight scenes, and normally gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, but like that's it. They 
no redemption. Like literally, I think by the end it was, uh, I think maybe he did finally save the world ish kind of. I didn't care about the main story at all. Yeah, I, wasn't I was like, why does, why is he so focused on being this bad guy? Besides he's a superhero and he's the main character of the show. Why does he care so much to stop this random dude? Random dude and random God. Yeah. Should we talk about the gods? Uh, sure. Yeah. I was a massive fan. I, like the idea of the gods. I did not like the avatars. A lot of them were very bland in appearance and stylization. One guy's just a white dude with a suit. I think that kind of makes sense to be an avatar because you don't want the person that stands, except unless you're uh conchu, you don't want the guy that stands out the most. Like you want, yeah, but like they're gods, they have to be over dramatic and awesome looking. Like they're in, like the most badass looking temple, but just a dude in a suit shows up. He just like got off Wall Street. All right. Well, I thought you were talking about gods. These are the avatars. We're the avatars, about, yeah. Yeah, the avatars either made sense or didn't make sense, depending on how you looked at it. Mm. Like the the female there, the one that was for the god of love, she made sense. She was yeah. attractive, uh, wore nice dress, whatever. Yep. But then, yeah, you get to businessman casual, and you're just like, mm, he could do without him. Yeah. And there's one that kind of remind me of Indiana Jones. And I'm just like, where did you fit in all this? Yeah, honestly. And going into the gods, what did you think about the last episode, which is the second to last episode in last episode where they're dealing with it? Don't remember her name. Egyptian names are hard to remember. Um, but Crocodile she, God. Uh, well, not just Crocodile God, but also Hippo. Woman. Oh, God of Death. Yeah. Or passageway to death i can't remember she's like the guy the one that does the river sticks yeah um i mean i liked her character but the fact that she was just thrown in there (laughs) it was like okay we're having this weird dream sequence in a mental hospital which didn't make sense at all compared to the episode before it but Mm -hmm. i guess it worked and then it's just like oh by the way you're dead i'm the goddess of traveler traveling death taking you to the underworld. You're just like, um, where'd you come from? Mm. I just, I didn't get it. Yeah. Were you a fan or not of, uh, the choice for the characters, like voice and mannerisms? Cause I'm not sure if I like it or not. I didn't like her. I liked how she acted kind of carefree. Cause she had mm. no worries in the world. She's the God of death or death travel. Yeah. Um, like, not a care in the world. I like that aspect, but the voice they used was a bit annoying. Kind of sound like, not to be mean, a bit of a Karen. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. So, I wasn't a huge fan of that. I was like, like a little ditzy. Like, little, she seemed like a little ditzy, a little yeah. ditzy hippo. Ditzy, ditzy hippo Karen. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I wasn't even a fan of the voice or anything. But yeah. to be fair, like, they actually should have used, like, Egyptian voices and just mm. done subtitles. Cause Ooh, that, that would have been kind of cool. That would have been much better, in my opinion, because yeah. they're Egyptian gods, not English-American gods. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, they kind of just gloss over that whole bit. That I, I feel like the whole hippo character thing, which I'm not saying it's a bad character or not. I'm just saying, like, when she just kind of shows up randomly, she's like, Hello, guys! I feel like in my head, like that was put there and maybe I'm just assuming things just so like the kids that are watching home can be like squeal and go, Oh, hippo woman, cute things. I guess maybe, but like clearly this show wasn't really meant for kids. Kind of like Dr. Strange. We'll get to later. I, I feel like Dr. Strange was 
more hardcore than this. I there's a couple of decent death scenes this, but I don't think it's that dark of a show. It's not that dark, but I'm just saying it's not really meant for kids. Like this is mm. like a teen audience, teen yeah. to a, it's, our it's age teen. adult. Yeah, but I feel like parents are super into Marvel. They're going to let their kids watch this. I don't think it's the worst thing for a no, kid no, no, to no. watch. I'm not saying kids can't watch. I'm just saying like that's not their target audience mm. in my mind. Yeah. Like what I'm picturing. So going off that, like that just seems so unnecessary. And the fact that that story takes up so much time. Yeah. It does take a while. Cause it's like, it's like two whole episodes. It's two whole episodes, but it feels like four. (laughs) Like the first three go by in a flash and you're like, okay, Mm. three episodes went by really quick. And then you get to those two and you're just like, gonna be here a while yeah honestly because there's always a character who dies and there's always some kind of macguffin to bring them back to life if then they come back to life yeah if there was a consequence of like he lost one of his personalities like which they were kind of showing when mm. uh, mark specter went overboard or no Stephen grant went overboard yep. but there wasn't i've seen a million movies like this where a character dies there's a loophole to get there's some back. loophole to get back and it works out in the end yeah yippee um, yeah, I I don't know. What do you think about the crocodile woman, the Anubis, or she wasn't in very much. I can't say much, but she seemed fine. Yeah, and minor. Sure. Again, don't what do you think it. about the kaiju fight? <sighs> Unnecessary. It was really, really, really bad. We can get into this <laughs> bad CGI. Yeah, these are things we hate. Yeah, yes. this is things we hate. Really, really bad CGI. Yes, I was. I remember this one scene vividly. It was uh, Moon Knight and the the female. Uh, They're fighting with the wing suit, the yep. the beetle suit, um, with the the main villain in the street, and you just see in the background over the top of the building these two really bad CGI kaiju god <laughs> people just fighting, duking it out, fisting it out, and I'm just not. I didn't mean that. That sounded wrong. <laughs> uh, throwing punches. There we go. Yeah. Um, and it just looked so. So bad. Yeah. And you're just like, no. Did that scene take place during the day or night? It was vaguely, it was like sunset to okay, nighttime. Yeah. But it was like really, really light because, yeah. you know, I guess Egypt's just really bright at night. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of CGI that's bad in this. So much the, green screen. Uh, the Jekylls. Yeah, they were really bad. The, the whole death. Uh, going through the ocean of oh, death. Oh, God, so bad. So the, the hippo itself was really bad CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the kaiju fight was really bad. And it was yeah, just, they did not put their best ooh, guys on this. The temple, or not the temple, but the, the Egyptian pyramid, when they he pulls back the, the blocks with his superpowers. Mm, don't remember that. It was like right uh, before the kaiju fight. I think I started tuning out at that point. That's fair. <laughs> but it was just like a really bad CGI thrown in there so often and just like yeah. please stop yeah god just, honestly with the with the crocodile and the, the uh whatever his name is the god of the moon just put people in a costume and have them duke it out i don't need to see yeah. this big kaiju fight that makes no sense and at on all and on that front i'm gonna go into like while moon knight has some bonkers storylines there was way too much of like cringy humor also just like things that don't make sense are dumb like the kaiju fight and it's just like uh i want weird and trippy moon knight not just stupid stuff that's going on mindless stupidity yeah just kind of like 
in a different Marvel TV show, that would be okay. So clearly, but not in this character show. Exactly. So no, this is one example right here. So why I hate the last three episodes? I won't say hate. Hate's a strong <laughs> word. Strongly dislike. I hate, hate, hate the last three episodes. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I've, I'm clearly thinking about this way too much. So if you remember, they go into the insane Asylum Hospital and we find Stephen Grant locked in the coffin. Mm. They go to the next room over and there's another coffin with what I can only assume is uh, Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley trying to break out of his coffin. Yep. They never break him out. They never interact with him. They never do anything with him. No. Somehow, after losing Stephen Grant, his uh, his heart's balance later on in the, the travel to the underworld. Yep. If you never interact with Jake Lockley, how would his heart ever balance out? Yeah, no, that's true. Because that is part of his personality and clearly the most psychotic of all of them so far. Yeah, so it shouldn't be a perfectly balanced at all. No. Yeah, so I guess that was just like a loophole again for the loophole. Because if you never break him out of the coffin, like, he I guess he doesn't count. count. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think about that. Exactly. I just... I've clearly thought too much about this <laughs> mindless stupidity. Yeah. It's true, though. At the time, I just thought it was like a, a cameo. Like, I was like, look, they're alluding to Jake Lockley, and everyone's getting excited about it, but I guarantee you at the end of the episode, he's not going to be there. And he I wasn't. Was right. But if you think about it, yeah, you're right. There's no way he should have had his heart aligned or whatever. Yeah. That whole bit was just stupid. The whole last three episodes were stupid. Yeah, honestly. <sighs> not to say the third three were smart. No, no. But they weren't mindlessly stupid. They were like seven out of ten, like, okay decent show kept me engaged enough last three episodes i'm like damn how is this one of my favorite comic book characters i'm on my phone for a quarter of the episode genuinely i was having more fun on instagram which i hate instagram yeah i was just like yeah this is fine yeah my life seems to be in shambles now yeah gosh yeah and like we were complaining earlier on when we heard there's only be six episodes but like they didn't really do anything in the six episodes, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. Well, no, they, they like, started a show, and then they're like, we're not doing this anymore. Let's start a new show three episodes in, and you're kind like, of, yeah. why? Yeah, no, you had kind of something totally thing. good-ish, good enough. I would have been happy if they continued on. Yeah. But then they're just like, now we're going to start a new show from here. Enjoy this. And you're like, um, no. Yeah. No. Just no. <sighs> I was ready to go on this podcast and just slam it. I feel like we did a decent job slamming it, but I was ready to go full rage, but I don't have the energy for it. It I, was like, too I, draining. It drained my happiness. Like, I can't even have fun, like, anger at it. I'm just, like, disappointed this, and this saddened. Is, for you, this is one of your favorite characters. He's probably, I would consider probably my favorite character, yeah. In the Marvel Universe. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, just give this schlock out and it's just, it's just trash. It's not good. <laughs> and it's un, un, I say this a lot, but this is unnecessary. Yeah. It doesn't feel, I, I kind of like how like they didn't have it connected too much to Marvel universe. Cause everything has to fucking connect. I like that. But on the other hand, when it's not good, it feels like, this is just a thing that people are going to forget about. Yeah. They threw it in there and because it has no connection and no tie-ins, it's like, okay, we use this character. We made our audience happy, which they didn't. Mm. And 
this is it. We're never using this character on TV ever again. And it's just Probably like, not. no, yeah. Don't, don't do us to like this Marvel. Don't, don't be assholes. Yeah. No. And they strike again. I am saddened and disappointed, but I should have known it all along. All right. Let's give us, uh, let's give the audience a rating for the show and move on. I'm going to say it's a show. I should give it a bad. No, it's a bad show. I, I don't know. I don't know. Trust. I don't care anymore. I'm just sad. When it's, a show makes you say you don't care anymore, it's, it's a bad, bad show. Oh, right, it's bad. Especially the last three episodes really drain it. Exactly. The last three episodes really sink it. There's some decent ideas. I like the idea of like a trippier, like they're locked in a insane asylum. And I like when the villain is his doctor. I like all that. They kind of ditch that for the land of the dead in the bad green screen world very quickly. But I do like the idea. But besides that, the rest of the three episodes are pretty garbage. I'm like, saying it's bad. Genuinely, had they just last in input here, had they taken that and just made it seem like everything that happened before this was all in his head and he was actually just in an assailant on him the entire time, I would have mm. been happier. I was like, this is some cool ideas when they kind of dropped that pretty quickly. And it didn't make any sense. and didn't follow any sort of plot line. Yeah. It's a bad show. That's, that's my rating. I can't say it's good. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not going to say any of the Marvel ones are great, Mm. but like, this is, this is way below that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we were just talking about this last time that like, it's weird. You can go, Oh yes. A TV show. You're not gonna put the same budget. Disney puts a big budget in these TV shows. And also, look at Loki. That show had multi-CGI. It was way, way better. Like 80 times better. Yeah, it was insane how much better it is. All right, let's jump into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, news movie that came out. Um, uh, they got Sam Raimi to direct it, so I was pretty excited for that. Um, and it's the second Doctor Strange movie. What is? What else is there to introduce for this? Um, new characters. A couple. This is a couple new characters. Um should we do the same thing of things we liked, things we didn't, or should we just uh, talk about in general? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm, I'm happy with either way. I kind of want to go things I liked and didn't like. Sure. Um, I like the new girl, uh, American Chavez. Um, she is this girl who kind of like jumps worlds and she's kind of like the MacGuffin of this whole thing. Um, I like her outfit. I kind of like her bit. She's not like super powerful or anything. She's just a kid they're trying to rescue. And I thought she did pretty decent. I liked her at the beginning. Sure. Okay. So not one of the things you generally say is something you loved, though. No, because no. by the end, I didn't care. All right. We'll get into that later. Um, all right. That was my thing. What's your thing? What do you like? Um, I liked some of the horror bits. They're kind of like oh, it, no. far and in between sometimes, but sometimes they're pretty like, damn, that's pretty good. Uh, use of monsters, like the, the demonic monsters that they used. It was only a couple, mm. but... Like it showed us more of the, the mystical world that lies within Marvel. Kind of like the like Lovecraftian like squid monster in the beginning. Squid monster, the orc ogre things by the end. Oh yeah. Um and uh, like the spirit demon things that attack Strange. Um, all of it. Like they're mm. all useful and they work, and I like them all. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I like how they're introducing more of this world. And you were talking about this, how, like, that's your favorite part of the Marvel Universe when they go into the more mystic parts of it. And I feel like this movie, most of it is dealing with that. The first movie is, like, a mixture between the real world and him learning to control his magic. The first one was just a ripoff of Inception, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. This one definitely dives into the magic uh, side. 
it doesn't dive that as heavily as I wanted it to. Mm. Like, cause they, they talk about like two special books. Um, I forget what it was. Um, uh, the good book and the bad book. There we go. That there we go. Good. That's much easier. <laughs> um, they dive into those, and then of course the the magic we've already learned from the, the whatever Doctor Strange, the people who taught Doctor Strange is magic. Mm. I can't remember what they're called. Um, but like, so we we learn more about this in like Shang Chi, how like within the Chinese lore, there's like plenty of magic and uh, yeah. myth- mythology. And we even know from comics, like there's people like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hercules and stuff from, from Greek mythology. Yep. And there's so much like magical mystical elements to the Marvel universe, but they never so far have dived into any of that. It's always been tech or just like mainly tech. Cause like that's built everything superpowers, yeah. super strength. But with this new, it seems like now they're diving into that more. So even Moon Knight, it dives into Egyptian mythology a little bit. Yeah, which I'm I'm happy to an extent with them doing that. Mm. I don't think they Same. did it well, but I, I it was like them perfect. Doing. But I think they they did a good. They tried. <laughs> they they give it somewhat of a go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's one of the things I liked. Um. Another thing I liked was the actual, like, the world, different Marvel universes, the the multiverse. Mm. I like being able to see universes. I've always loved the multiverse in Marvel or even DC. Yeah. Different timelines, different things that can happen. And the fact that you can just see, like, so Doctor Strange in one became, uh, what are they, Sorcerer Supreme, and he had a ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much of a difference from the one we know, <laughs> but enough. Yeah. And he was really cool. He died, but he's cool. Yeah. Um, and then we even saw like evil uh Doctor Strange. Evil Doctor Strange. There was one that he's like in a piece of art. Oh yeah, there yeah, there was one that they be- literally became into an art world. Yeah. Um one that was basically the world of inception, but it was like an actual universe. Mm. It was like all trippy and really cool. Um, so there's just I I love the multiverse and I'm happy that they showed more of it than they even did in Spider Man into the multiverse whatever it was yeah i would agree with that they definitely did a lot more and i was happy with that although i will rise that and say that there's a really cool uh, montage he's like going from world to world or i guess you should say universe to universe and you see all these really cool intricate places and he does end up at a place but it's just a slightly more futuristic new york it's it's yeah. not really that okay. much different. Okay, the end the end goal wasn't great. <laughs> but the concept was okay. Oh um, yeah, for sure. They had the Illuminati as being the big the big uh basically the not Justice League. The Avengers. Like Avengers, yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, different cuz mm. normally the Illuminati is like something that stays in the background. They don't normally make their presence known. Yeah, they made their presence known pretty quickly. Yeah, very very abruptly. I guess let's talk about them. Uh do you like them and uh any particular characters or just the scenes with them in general? No, they were all useless. Oh, sorry. <laughs> X uh, Men's uh, what's his name? Charles Xavier. Charles Xavier, uh, played by John Luke Picard. Yeah, he was awesome as he always is. As he always is. John John Luke Picard, absolutely keen. I don't care who says yep. what about what he is amazing. He like, I was watching it and I was like, he's saying like. Because I'm, I'm sure he's not been keeping up with the Marvel Universe, of course. Like, he's used to, like, the X-Men movies that were doing a certain thing. Now he's in this crazy fucking 
alternate world. Trippy. And he's seen some like the most like ridiculous for an actor who doesn't understand his world. He's probably seen the most ridiculous dialogue ever, but yet he delivers it with straight face. He makes you believe it. Like you know that this character believes everything he's seen. Well, the actor's probably like, I don't understand any of this, but like he's so fucking good. He's good. Oh, uh, Cap- Captain Britain. Captain uh, Pe- Carter. Peggy. No, Captain Britain. Yeah. In the in the universe, mm. the comics. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Also in the TV show, what if? I was about to say, wasn't she in that show also? Yeah, but uh, she was awesome. Mm. Useless, but awesome because uh, I- <laughs> yeah, she was very cool. Invo, she was like, I can do this all day. The crowd was like, Yeah. Ten seconds later. She can't do it all day. <laughs> no, she can't. <laughs> she can barely do it for a couple more minutes. No, that was a bit sad. Mm. But that was a very almost gruesome death, if you think about it. All those deaths of the Illuminati getting torn apart, I was like, damn, this is fairly hardcore for Marvel. I'm actually impressed. Like, Okay, so we're talking about things we liked. Yes. The fact that they actually went to borderline gruesome. Yes. Because like, uh, they start off first with the the... Myth, not uh, Call of Cthulhu squid monster. They literally pulled his eye out yes. on lives. And that was pretty good. Like, so going into the theater, I read a note saying some uh, images may be bad for children or whatever, whatever the signs. Really? Yeah. That's they, cool. In, in our local theater, they posted that. I'm like, how could, how bad could it be? I saw that scene and I'm like, that sign was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, when some parents are bringing their like young kids there. I think I saw at least, Probably eight or nine, like six, seven year olds. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, but like that scene was just gruesome. And I was like, holy crap, Marvel, like respect on that. Yeah. And then sure. we got to the Illuminati getting <laughs> dominated. <accessories>. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, damn. Yeah. Like I'll be, they didn't physically show except for, uh, Actually, no, they showed two. They showed... Uh, Mr. Fantastic got fucking shredded. He got shredded, and uh, the guy who killed himself, Black Bolt. Black Bolt, yeah. Yeah, he literally blew up his own mind, and it actually, like, some blood yeah. on his eye. Like, that was gruesome, but, like, Peggy Carter, you didn't physically see no, her die, no. but, like, you could tell she got cut in half with her own shield. Yep. Like, damn. And, like, seeing Charles Xavier, like, I forget what happened, but it was, like, his mind popped, and he just, like, hit the ground. No. Like, that was kind of rough. If you actually pay attention, she snaps his neck in the dream world. Oh. She comes out of the cloud, the evil yes. Scarlet Witch, and she snaps it, like physically snaps his neck. And you're like, can they show that? Can yeah. they physically show that? Apparently. Like, that's that's a new level. Later in the movie, there's also a scene. I think it's Doctor Strange, but I could be wrong. It could be a different character. But someone falls out of a building and impales himself. Evil Doctor Strange. It was evil Doctor Strange. He gets kicked out by regular Doctor Strange. And he lands on a post and he's like literally uh, like uh, mounted on the impaled on the post. Yeah. And like they show most of it. Like there's like a like the dark silhouette of him like just hanging there for a couple seconds. I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. that Yeah. Like that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's definitely something I would say that I really liked about the movie is uh, more horror elements and, uh, you know, just some gruesome deaths. It's not like. I do like how, because in because it's rated whatever PG sixteen or thirteen, thirteen, yeah. Um, like they're only allowed one swear word in the entire movie. If you listen, they say "ass" once. Oh, really? Yeah, that was their one swear word that they got, and they used it. 
that's a kind of weak way to use your one swear word. It was, and honestly, most people probably wouldn't remember it. But no. again, that's probably the point is because it's a kids' movie. Sure, you don't want the don't want people to remember it. Yeah. So let's talk about this movie in terms of uh, I don't know how do I word it. So the movie came out. I think does this movie suffer from too much anticipation going towards it. A lot of people are going in thinking that there's going to be a ton of cameo characters. And there were some cameo characters. We talked a little bit about some of them, for yeah. sure. There definitely is. But I think people got a little too spoiled after they predicted correctly Spider-Man No Way Home. And people were putting theories out there was going to be a lot more characters in this movie than there were, including Tom Cruise's Iron Man, um, which I never thought in a million years they were going to pay Tom Cruise to be in for a cameo when he's fucking launched himself off sky uh, skyscrapers in the next Mission Impossible movie. But, like, people had, like, a ton. Of, they also thought Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was going to be in it. They thought Wait, this character. Tom Cruise's Iron Man? When was that a thing? Uh, it was never a thing. But, like, before Robert Downey Jr., the rumor was many, many years ago they were going to get Tom Cruise because he was a big oh. actor. He still is a big actor. Okay. They went with Robert Downey Jr., probably much cheaper to pay him at that point. Yeah. So the rumor was that since Robert Downey Jr. is out for his multiverse, let's bring in Tom Cruise since probably in the different multiverse in real life he was cast. But he's still old. Like, not to, yeah. be, not to be mean, <laughs> yeah. he's still old. Yeah, for sure. He's around the same age. Um, yeah. But I never found a million years they were going to use that. But, like, some people went to this movie. Some people really liked it. Some people didn't. Some people had reasons for not liking it. And some people had other reasons for not liking it. A decent amount of people... Hey, didn't you, like it because there wasn't enough cameos. I thought it was fine in terms of how much extra content there was. No, no, cameos was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good amount because yeah. we got plenty. We like we got we got introduced to the Fantastic Four, which albeit uh, what are they called? Fox. Yeah, they used to be Fox. Now they're Disney. Yeah, everything's Disney. Um, <laughs> true. Uh, but Fox. So we got Fantastic Four and we got X-Men brought into a universe, which will mean possibly brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, probably. Yep. Now that they own the rights to them. Um, like we got that and we got some of the what ifs. We got the the Doctor Strange, uh, not Doctor. Dark Doctor Strange. Bad Doctor Strange. Naughty Doctor Strange. Evil. E- yeah, evil oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit different than Naughty Doctor Strange. <laughs> a little bit different. Who little... just wears like an all leather outfit and has like a wick. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to see that. And but... he's like, let's get strange. Crack. <laughs> Maybe that one actually got the girl. Uh, Black Bolt is in it from the Inhumans. Inhumans? Yeah. But albeit they were mainly part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They were kind of. They that TV show that was out. I think it's and a different mo- actor, but I don't know. And movie. There's a movie? Eternals? No. Oh, it's... Inhumans. Oh, Inhuman, different, yeah. different family, Never different mind. family. Yeah, basically the same bit, but yeah, different. Okay. Um, so I think we both agree that they didn't need to add any more people. It was fine the way it was, and oh. I'm happy completely with what it was. Yeah, no, that part of the movie I liked. Yeah. Now the question is, John Krasinski from The Office, famous from The Office, uh, plays Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. For years, people have been campaigning for him and his real life wife Emily Blunt to play. Mr. Fantastic and Mrs. Fantastic. Like, that's been, like, the only, like, fan casting. And he was in this. So it was kind of funny that, like, almost like Marvel listened or they agreed. I don't think they were like, oh, 
the audience really wanted him. That's funny. We casted him. No, they knew everyone was campaigning for him. The question is, though, when they do the Fantastic Four movie, because they do have plans to do a Fantastic Four movie, they just haven't hired a director for it yet. Um, are they going to bring in John Krasinski? Because Benedict Cumberbatch plays Doctor Strange in many universes. Or are they going to have a different actor? Was he put in this as like a, a kind of a thank you for the fans? They're like, you really want him in this character? Let's give him to you. But still, is it a thank you when you literally destroy him? him. Yeah. Like, he gets no redemption, no fight. Smartest man alive, my ass. He literally walks up and they're like, ah, you're Swiss cheese now. Yeah. There was someone that made a meme that was like, Mr. Fantastic was like, Wanda, you want to get your kids so bad? Well, we know how to get them back. Black Bolt, I think you know where they are. And he just talks to her and just blasts her apart with his voice. Quite literally the most useful thing that would have happened in that yeah, whole movie. For and sure. would have shortened this movie quite a bit and quite made a bit. it good. Uh, let's, uh, so going on to talk about this movie. The second week of it coming out, it came out last week. Uh, this is the second week. It had one of the biggest drop-offs for a Marvel movie. You could attribute that to COVID. People's expectations of thinking there was going to be a million more characters. Or maybe even the movie not being good. Or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, got 79%, which is not bad, but for a Marvel movie, they Ow. they usually give, critics for some reason usually give those movies higher, like 80s to 90s, and this had the second worst drop-off, even though it still outpaced anything else that came out this week in terms of money this week. Does it deserve that? Does it not? I say, if we're getting almost to, like, review territory, I really loved all the twists and turns, the gore and the horror elements to it. But there was too much like jokes and everything far between, and the storyline never kept me engaged. And this was more of a Wanda movie, not a Doctor Strange movie. That is grant, yeah, grant. That's that's correct. Like Wanda was, I'll be choose the supposed bad guy, even though she wasn't really that bad. Mm. She actually even claimed, "I'm being reasonable," which she wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, she was being reasonable, and then when she wasn't being reasonable, she destroyed a lot of stuff. Yeah. And even then, she was actually still nice about it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she definitely oh, held it back a little bit. A lot. Because, yeah. like, Scarlet Witch could literally rewrite anything she wants. Yeah. She no has, more mutants. No more mutants. No more. She could literally just take an entire world and just be like, nah, this doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Obviously, she wouldn't do that because she wanted to protect her kids. But, you know, like, also 90% of the time, she'd be reasonable. Mm. Not the worst villain I've ever seen. Yeah, I definitely think that she was more one of the most interesting ones because she's someone that we've seen before and we like her. Mm-hmm. She's a hero sometimes, most times, and they made her a villain. And she has not good reasons because she kills a lot of people, but she has her reasons. You understand her reasons. Yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen's amazing as that character, super hot also, I gotta say. And I just like when they play off the horror element with her too. So I think... She's interesting. I feel like they kind of like threw Doctor Strange to the side a little bit almost. Like she was so good and he was, he was okay. Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job, but they didn't give his character much meat besides every universe. I am cucked by this woman. I never get with this woman. I'm cucked by this woman and I'm a bit of a dickhead. Yes. I do something stupid that I know is stupid. Every single universe, yeah. Every single There's not much more depth to his character besides that. No. Yeah. So, Travis, um, do you think that this movie is good or 
bad? Do you think that, do you think the sort of negative reactions, people aren't saying this is the worst movie in the world. Even a lot, some people watching they're like, that's crap, which is fair. But do you, this isn't on like a level of like, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm trying to think about. Uh, Morbius, Fantastic Four movies, whatever. Do you think that there being such a drop off in people watching it the second week is just from expectations, quality of the movie, or maybe Marvel fatigue? It's still, it's still making good amount of money. Yeah. I could say it's probably a little bit of all of it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, we just got Morbius, which hit on a bit of the mystical aspect of vampires and stuff. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm assuming more people like because some people like vampires. I've heard yeah. Twilight's a thing. Yeah, Twilight's a thing. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Uh, But so they've hit on the mystical aspect. And so I could see the tired, just getting tired of Marvel in general. I could see where some people are coming where they thought there was going to be like this amazing amount of cameos because like you have the multiverse, mm. you could go anywhere. They went to one separate other world. Yeah. Which well, albeit had a great amount of cameos, but yes. it was one other world that they stayed at for. Any- it's true. But like on the other hand, it's like every time you bring these characters and you got to pay these people a ton of money, you can't have like a million characters no. show up. I'm not saying you have to have, yeah. but I'm saying they could if they, if they wanted, I'm if not they saying really they have to. to or should, Yeah, but I'm saying they could, but it's like the whole thing. Like my basic thing, they stayed in one world apart from our earth or the, the Marvel cinematic earth or whatever it is. Um, like they literally had this whole paint thing and they're like, Oh, we're not going to do anything that they're just going to pass through and they're going to look like paint for like three seconds. Yeah. We have this one that looks like inception. They're going to pass through that for like three seconds as well. Yeah. Um, it's that's like, what I was thinking. Even they just showed up in a slightly futuristic New York, a little so, quirkier yeah. New York. Quite literally. They could have spent easily like 20 minutes per one. And I'd be like, I'm okay with this. I want to find out what this world's about. Yeah. Even if it doesn't have any new characters, even doesn't have any cameos at all, I want to I want to know about this world. Sure, it looks interesting. Yeah. Do you think the movie also deserves blame for just not being good in general, or do you think yeah. it is a legit good movie? No, no. I like I like the things that we mentioned before, but I feel like I was never invested in the story. I was barely invested in the characters. I was invested in Wanda. She was cool, but besides that, didn't really care. I was invested in Wanda. Uh. I, I will say for the first part, I was invested in the, the main girl there. American Chavez. Yeah. Um, I was invested in her, her storyline about losing her family by yep. sending them off into a multiverse, whatever, a different universe invested in all of that. Um, but like at the end of the day, I didn't care about strange. No, I didn't care about his girlfriend. No. Um, I kind of, but barely cared about, uh, what was his name there? The guy that became Sorcerer Supreme? Oh, uh, Mordo? Or no, Wong. Wong. Yeah. That's just because the actor plays him super charismatic. Yeah, super charismatic. They, they didn't even use him very long. Didn't use him. No. And he just did stupid stuff like, <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm going to tell you right where to go to do world domination and stuff. Yeah. Um, after he literally the woman just died. To stop the world domination stuff that she burned. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah she burned herself to death. Which was gory and kind of like cool and all that, but then he's like, "Oh, well, now you're hurting my friends. I'm going to tell you how to get there." There's only a couple friends. You can lose them. Well, it's that whole thing. Like they're literally fighting for a cause. Like mm. at the time, like that's if you're fighting to stop 
multi-universe domination, you just be like, okay, I'm sorry, friends, but you join this fight with me. Yeah. Like, we're here to die together. It's not even the same thing of like comparing it to like the military. These guys are protectors of the mystic realm. Yes. They know what they're signing up for. They literally know death is probably going to happen at some point. Yeah. They're going to die on the job. They don't know when, but they know it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's for the best cause to protect the world. And like three of them get tortured a little bit. And he's like, let me give up this information. I was like, that's bullshit. That's just a way to advance the plot. In the same thing. And, Part of this was, I think, the horror movie trope, but, like, uh, when they were walking through the water tunnel and Doctor Strange, his girlfriend, and the kid stand in the hallway. They close one of the doors. Wanda doesn't show up. Oh, yeah. And they just stand there, like, a horror movie trope, and they're just, like, waiting for the bad guy, and you're like, run. Do something useful. Be productive with your time. No, stand there and stare at a door. Be like, is she coming? Yeah, she probably is. Yeah, she definitely is. Go. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, and oh, there was another thing that was really, really stupid that I can't remember off the top of my head. That's fair. <sighs> it's just like, it could have been so my biggest thing, my biggest thing with all of this, either go for the horror aspect and just make it a rated R horror film mm-hmm. or go with the action adventure Marvel crap. Sure. Don't mix them. Yeah. That was my big issue. Fuck um, New Mutants. That movie was a horror movie that the studio forced a director to turn it from radar to PG-13. Granted, that movie wasn't as scary. So I would say probably this movie had creepier, scarier moments than New Mutants. But that movie had a consistent tone. Yes. That movie was dark. slightly creepy and dark for the entirety of the movie with some lighter moments. This movie was fairly light in a lot of jokes. A lot of jokes were not good, by the way. Not good. And some good horror moments that were immediately wrecked by some cringe joke or a lighter scene or whatnot. There was not a consistent tone to this movie. No. They like, don't know how to devote themselves to one tone. There was genuinely, I think I remember at least two good jump scares that I got. Yeah. Uh, one was the, the trolls when the Wong and Wanda go into her temple. Oh, yep. yep. And then you get the troll that comes up behind him or whatever it is. And it does a jump scare moment because she's like turning on all the lights or yeah. fires or whatever they are. It's like, okay, that was pretty good. But then you get, as I said, to that water one where you know it's going to be a jump scare. You know Wanda's going to come out of somewhere. Mm. She's hiding in the shadows or whatever the hell she was doing. But that one was just unnecessary and it didn't make any sense because it was just a horror movie trope where they're just standing there watching a door and you're just like. The character's supposed to be smarter than this. This is Doctor Strange. One of the smartest humans, apart yeah. from Mr. Fantastic, wasn't that smart in that universe. You <laughs> fucking not smart in that universe. Uh, one of the smartest people alive, do something smart, not just stand there and stare at a blank door. Yeah, no, that's a very fair point. That kind of sums up everything I want to talk about. Uh, do you... Uh, oh, last thing, how they use the girl. So I, I mentioned this earlier. In the beginning of the movie, I was all right with her because she uh, started off being a young, dumb kid didn't know how to use her powers. And I've seen this a lot in uh, particularly anime mm. where one day the, 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 the hero, the, the main character, whatever can just instantly use all their powers that they didn't know they had or whatever. This girl knew she had powers, but like didn't know how to control them. But like all of a sudden she like talks to one and is like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to use my powers now. I'm going to have full control over my powers in 0.2 seconds. 
Yeah. From not knowing how to do jack of all crap to knowing how to use them full force, being able to send Wanda to the one other realm that we've ever seen or long period of time seen. Yep. So she can see her kids like just has instant control over that. And I'm just like, when did that switch turn on? Yeah. For the convenience of the plot. Exactly. And this happens so often and it pisses me off so much. <laughs> Anytime you see characters like, Oh, I got this cool power, but I don't know how to control it. You don't control it by the end of the movie. Uh, so this is something, well, I, I've told you one of, one of the shows I watch or one of the anime I watch is uh, one piece. Yep. And early on in the seasons, he's a relatively weak character. He's got a cool ability. He's a rubber man. So he can stretch his body as far, kind of like Mr. Fantastic. He can stretch <laughs> it really, really far. Is he as smart as Mr. Fantastic? He's actually really dumb. But <laughs> so like, like Mr. Fantastic in this movie. Kind of like Mr. Fantastic in this movie. But like, so certain episodes, he's the most useless character that is because he just doesn't know how to use his powers or yeah. control his powers that well. But then the next episode, they claim it's like fighting instinct where he'll beat the big bad guy of that episode who's like yep. 20 times stronger than he is. Oh, wow. And he's just like whooping him because he's like coming up with all these cool new moves yep. that he can do. Fighting instincts. Fighting instinct. All fighting instincts. And you're just like, no, that doesn't work like that. If he doesn't know how to use his powers, yeah. he's not going to think of that off the top of his head. Especially and does when, the next episode he not know he's uses his powers again? And then he goes back to not knowing how to use his powers <laughs> again because he's not in the middle of a big bad fight scene. Yeah. And so like. I mean, they didn't do that with this one. She still knew how to use her powers afterwards, but it's just like that instant light switch of just being able to use your full powers and being able to control them perfectly for like yeah. an episode. Yeah. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. You build up, you become stronger, you get more mental fortitude, and then you are useful. Yeah. Over time. Even yeah. Doctor Strange had to do a training montage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She didn't get her training montage. Yeah. Mm -mm. What do you think about the after credit scenes? Um, so, so I hated the original scene where Dr. Strange was just like, uh, the hot dog man, uh, I forget who he plays, but Sam yeah. Axe from, uh, oh yeah. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell. Yep. He's um, a hot dog guy. Yeah. Gives yeah. him, gives him a hard time. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, I'm going to make you, make you beat the crap out of yourself for three weeks straight, which would kill any normal human being. That was a dick move. That's a really dick mood that was supposed to be funny. Yeah. You're just like, oh, kids, this is okay if you have superpowers to make this guy beat the crap out of himself. I think at one point, like, in the sheen, he literally, like, was trying to put his face into the boiling hot yeah. dog water. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's horrifying. <laughs> that guy's going to die. Yeah. And I love, I love uh campbell he's yeah. one of my favorite actors oh my god yeah he's amazing yeah he's always in uh sam raimi movies that's why he was in this as a cameo role and uh he's he's generally very funny but that scene is so dark and everyone was laughing at peter i'm like damn this poor man he's literally gonna die what did he do i don't even remember what he did wrong he just charged money for hot dogs <laughs> that's all he wanted oh and then he made he made fun of dr strange because in that universe, Doctor Strange was dead. Oh, yeah. And Doctor Strange was just there, and you'd just be like, I'd probably <laughs> question it, too, honestly. Oh, yeah. He just, because, like, American Chavez thought, like, it was free. Was yeah. that it? So she thought all food was free, and he was like, no, no, you got to pay for that. And then Doctor Strange, who was wearing his costume, always like, oh, nice cape. Where'd you get that? The hall, uh, Doctor Strange Museum, because it was, yeah. they had a museum for superheroes. <laughs> But he's just, he was making mild jokes and fun at him. He's just like, no, I'm going to torture you 
to death for however long you last for three weeks. You're just like, dude, why? Yeah. Like that's like, that was the moment I hated Dr. Straight. That yeah. one moment. That one moment. I've never yeah. said Dr. Strange is a good guy, but like that time he was literally the evilest of evil Dr. Stranges. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He was more evil than the evil Dr. Strange in the movie. Cause even evil Dr. Strange wouldn't do that. No, like that guy didn't do anything. Everyone in the theater part was so funny too. I know. And I was just, I felt bad. I'm like, is this what humanity has come to where we laugh at torture? <laughs> It's true. Oh, oh, I, I was yeah. So that no, that part I hate it. Then the after credit scene where he was still alive after three weeks of torturing himself. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, oh, that's the end. And I'm like, really? Is that it? Yeah. Is that, is that how this ends? No, it ends with him going to therapy so he doesn't kill himself. The poor man. Yeah. And then what about the other scene? Uh, so. It was cool, but I, I didn't know who the woman was. No, I didn't either. I felt like I was like, you got to give more of a buildup or something. But yeah, I'm, her I'm, name is Clea, and she's like a witch girl, and apparently sometimes she's married or a love interest of Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was assuming um, Eternals because, you know, uh, they had Black Bolt. So I was doing, assuming something to do with that. But I guess, yeah, love interest Doctor Strange. That makes sense. Yeah. Enough. Very, they both had very bright purple outfits. I'm not saying I was a hater of it. I didn't mind their outfits, but his very was bright. blue, right? No, he had a like a purple like suit. It wasn't even like a Doctor Strange suit. It was like a like a actual like suit. Oh, that's right. He had a purple shirt on. Yeah, yeah. but then he switched into his Doctor Strange red and blue before oh. they went through the portal. The portal. Yep. Yeah. Okay. She kind of has like a Power Rangers like bright pink purple. Yeah. Alpha on. She was fine. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't know why they were saving the multiverse, but, you know, more yeah. power to them. Or not the multiverse, the quantum something or other. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I didn't really care. Rift in the but multiverse. I was, I was like, oh, Charlie's Farron. I like her. Mm. Okay, yeah, I did recognize. Now that you say that, I did recognize her as an actress. Mm. Love her as an actress. Oh, yeah, she's great. Uh, Trust, what are we giving this movie? Uh it's a movie, bad, no, bad, it's a movie, good, great, and Kino. It's a movie. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a movie as well. Honestly. Yeah, it's got a couple bright spots, but for the majority of it, I was like, eh, this is not good. It's not good, and it could have been a lot better. Oh, here's a good segue. For our audience, don't just watch Marvel crap or... They're not always crap. In this case, they're kind of crappy. Here are two recommendations from me. If you kind of like these movies or like them, if you liked or didn't like uh, this Doctor Strange movie, there's a much better movie out right now called Everything, Every No Everything Everywhere All at Once, and it is way better. It's a multiverse movie with much better CGI on a much lower budget and a way, way better story with characters that you can actually connect to. And it's a multiverse that is way more creative. You can get to see more cool things that happen with it. It's like a mixture between, I guess this movie, not really though. Uh, it's mostly a mixture between like the matrix and Incep- uh, inception sort of, hmm. I would say. And it's fantastic. Uh, and even though it is an indie movie, people have been going out because of positive word of mouth uh, for it and if you can see it everything ev- yeah everything everywhere all at once is, i always get mixed up in that name it's fantastic 
if you kind of liked or didn't like Moon Knight because you like getting into the Egyptian mythology and you want to get into more things like that, watch The Northman, which is another movie we watched recently. Mm. And that handled mythology very well. Much different thing from Moon Knight, of course, but that one, if you were like us, you hid the CGI, watch something that felt much more gritty and realistic and grounded, like The Northman. Uh, so those are my two recommendations for movies that we didn't review in this because they're not as popular as the things we talked about but they are way better, at least in my opinion. Northman, 10 times better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, let's get into our last segment of the week before we wrap this show up. Travis, our comic book of the week is the Ice Cream Man. Have you heard of it? I mean, I did when you first started the episode. Yeah, other yeah. than that, no. No. So it's this cool anthology comic book where it's a town or a couple towns where each story is a different story, and they're usually like creepy horror-based but at the center of it is the ice cream man who's a demonic force, a man who, who just looks like an ice cream guy who goes town to town in his ice cream van. But, like, when he reveals himself, he is actually a demon, and he's just kind of, like, witnesses all these stories that happen. So he hasn't, he doesn't take part in them. He doesn't, like... Uh, he does sometimes. Like, the first one, he, like, turns into a werewolf, and he tries to kill a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, like... Uh, I think the police like shoot at him and scare him off, but like he comes back to life at the end of the episode to haunt the next group of people in the next episode. Oh, all right. Yeah. So Ice Cream Man, pretty good. And uh, I feel like that kind of falls in line with the multiverse thing. Kind of different. It's more of like a what if of like different interconnecting stories. But on that note, this is kind of a tease for one of the future things we'll be talking about very soon, which is Love, Death, and Robot Season 3, which is going to be out in, like, two weeks. Only decent Netflix thing around. That's another thing that's a good Netflix thing. That's coming out very soon. We're going to be doing what we did with the last two seasons, where we watch the whole season and we rank episode from least favorite to favorite. And that was a good segue because Ice Cream Man is the same thing. Interconnected stories with similar themes. Yeah, and that was episode trust. How do you feel like this went, our discussion on these things? I think the discussion was good. I don't think anything that we watched was good. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Pretty disappointed all the way around. Yeah. Um, But I got to the bottom of my beer. I'm feeling a little tipsy. I had a good time. You just finished your drink, it looks like. Third drink. Third drink, yeah, I need to catch up to you. Let's wrap up the show and say thank you to our audience for listening. Uh, for Trash Talk Podcast, we'll be back with Love, Death, and Robot Season 3 episode very soon. And stick around for our Beer and Pretzel episodes as we have a lot of uh, RPGs to play and review. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And I guess we'll hear from you next time on oh, Trash Talk Podcast. What's up? You said there was a uh, uh, people reviews of the show that we were going to talk about. I was, but we don't have time. Oh, okay. we'll do it a different time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, a point I brought up to you was that, like, I asked people, I was like, what do you guys think about Moon Knight? I was kind of disappointed. People seem to actually generally like it. I don't know if they're right or wrong. In my opinion, they're wrong. But everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I just thought it was interesting that 75, if not 80% of people I was talking to generally liked the show, even though they acknowledged, or most of them acknowledged that there was falsehood, but they really liked it, which is great. I'm glad they enjoyed it more than us. <laughs> All right. No, that's respect. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Trash Talk Podcast. And hang back in two weeks, and we'll be back very soon.